This is the Nikudu Behechola series on the Sicha of Nosoi Gimel in Chelik Yudzayin in volume 17, the third Sicha. It is for Nosoi, it is titled Greater is the Recipient than the Giver. This week's Torah portion discusses the laws of the Nazir. The laws of the Nazir entails that he does not drink wine, cut his hair, nor become impure through the body of a dead person which would be through touching or being in the same room with the body. This applies to both the Nazir, who takes upon himself to be a Nazir for a set amount of time, 30 days or more, and the Nazir who takes upon himself to be a Nazir Olam forever. The difference is that the Nazir Olam may take a haircut and bring with it the sacrifices necessary after each 12 months. However, there is a different type of Nazir which is not found in the Torah, but in the Prophets, read as this week's of Torah, the story of Samson the Nazir. Concerning Samson, the angel told his mother, and I quote, And a razor shall not pass over his head, for a Nazir to God will the child be from the womb. Samson was a Nazir Olam. Only that, not all the laws of a Nazir applied to him. Samson was forbidden to drink wine and cut his hair, but not from becoming impure through a dead body. In the conclusion of Tractic Nazir, the Mishnah tells us, and I quote, Samuel was a Nazarite in accordance with the statement of Rabbi Neharoi, as it was stated that when Hannah, his mother, prayed for a son, she vowed, and no morah shall come upon his head. It is stated with regard to Samson, and no razor, morah, shall come upon his head, for the child shall be a Nazareth to God. And it is stated, and no morah with regard to Samuel. Just as the term morah that is stated with regard to Samson means that he was a Nazarite, so too the term morah that is stated with regard to Samuel indicates that he was a Nazarite. The Mishnah goes on to state another opinion. Rabbi Yosef said, but doesn't morah mean nothing other than the fear, morah with an aleph, of flesh and blood? Rabbi Neroy said to him, but isn't it already stated in Samuel 1, 16, 2, quote, and Samuel said, how can I go if Saul hears it, he will kill me. This verse indicates that there was a fear of flesh and blood upon Samuel. Consequently, the term morah cannot mean fear, must be understood in accordance with its plain meaning of a razor. If so, Samuel was indeed a Nazarite. This was the Mishnah, the last Mishnah in Tractic Nazir. Upon this, the Gemara goes on, the Talmud goes on and says, the Tractic concludes, Rav said to his son Chia, seize and recite a blessing. That means he should lead the blessing of grace after meal. And similar, Rav Huna said to his son, Rabbah, seize and recite a blessing. Is this to say that one who recites a blessing is preferable to one who answers Amen? But isn't it taught that Rabbi Yosei says, the one who answers Amen is greater than the one who recites the blessing. And Rabbi Neheroi said to him, by heavens, meaning an oath, it is so. No, as the military assistants descend to the battlefield and initiate the war, and the mighty follow them and prevail. The Amin that follows a blessing is compared to the mighty ones who joined the war after the assistance and prevail, illustrating that answering Amin is more significant than the initial blessing. The Talmud then responds, This is a dispute between Tanaim, sages of the Mishnah, 
as it is taught, both the one who recites a blessing and the one who answers Amen are included among those who, in the verse of Nehemiah 9.5, stand up and bless. But one hurries to first reward the one who recites the blessing. Reciting the blessing is greater than answering Amen. Rabbi Eleazar said that Rabbi Chanina said, Talmidei Chachamim, students of wisdom, Torah, increase peace in the world as it is stated, the verse from Isaiah 54.13, and all your children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. This is the closing of the Tractic Nazir. To understand, one, Rabbi Neroi's response to Rabbi Yossi. Two, the connection of Amen versus the blessing itself. And C, the closing of the scholars increasing peace. We will have to ask a simple question to understand all of this. Neither the angel nor Chana had the power to create that the unborn Samson or Samuel become Nazarites. The answer is understood from the law of a minor who converts. On the one hand, the Jewish court establishes the conversion from the aspect of actions of conversion, maisei gir. However, it isn't until after the minor's bar or bat mitzvah that the minor's not disclaiming the court's actions of conversion establish that when the court did then, now becomes a true conversion transformation within the convert. This is the debate in our Mishnah. Rabbi Yossi states that Samson and Samuel, as adults, by not disclaiming what the angel and Hannah did, they instated and quantitatively added on to the Nazarithood that the angel and Hannah bestowed upon them prior. Rabbi Neroi states, heaven it is so, that they didn't just instate or quantitatively add on, but rather with their saying, Amen, so to speak, to the blessing, so to speak, that angel and Hana bestowed upon them, they took the actions of a Nazir placed upon them from above, angel and Hana, to the unprecedented qualitatively state of sanctity of a Nazir. This is why the Talmud brings the dispute concerning the power of the recipient of the blessing answering Amen, which is Samson's and Samuel's not disclaiming, over the giver of the blessing itself, angel and Chana proclaiming Samson and Samuel as Nazarites. So what we're saying here is that Rabbi Yossi is of the opinion that they were only able to instate that which was done already before, which means that the Amen is not greater, it only brings into, it instates the blessing. Rabbi Naroy says, no, not only can they bring validity to what was done before in the blessing, but rather they can transform that what was done before, now we now see retroactively they created it in a whole new qualitative state. That it wasn't just the actions of the Nazir, but the actual transformation of the Nazir. So too with the closing of the tractic, speaking of the students, recipients of wisdom, rather than the wise, the givers themselves. For the wise represent the teachers of the Mishnah, which is the blessing, which is above. While the students represent the Talmud, extrapolating and dissecting the Mishnah. And 
greater are the students, the answering Ame, the absorbing and responding from below. For it is the students of wisdom who elevate the below, increasing true peace within the world.